Thanks for tuning in to today's Daily Drive with Lake Point Church, a daily dose of God's Word for your morning drive. When the Word, not the world, becomes the majority of your week, your life will start to change. For that reason, our prayer is that God will speak to you through today's devotional. For more digital content to feed your faith, visit lakepoint.church slash daily drive. And now let's dive into today's devotional. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Hope you had a great weekend. Man, I'm just coming off a little fall break action with seven of our grandkids. Had so much fun hanging out with family. And then I got to preach at one of my favorite churches in the world. Of course, that's how, how I feel about every church I get to be a part of. Plus, I slept great last night, so this Monday finds me refreshed and super grateful. So let me just ask you, how how did you sleep last night? You ever have trouble sleeping? You ever have one of those nights where you're tossing and turning or maybe you got heartburn from that late night chalupa at Taco Bell or maybe it's your bladder or, or maybe the video game you were into won't stop playing on the back of your eyelids? Does your mind ever get swirling with like all kinds of anxious thoughts or endless to-do lists and you just cannot shut it down? Ever have just like one of those nights? Well, we've been talking about people who encountered Jesus face-to-face and there was this guy named Nicodemus, who seemed to be having one of those nights. He was tossing, turning, counting sheep, drinking warm glasses of milk, maybe popping some melatonin. None of it seemed to calm the thoughts that were racing through his mind. And I don't know if he goes to see Jesus at night because it was the only time Jesus could fit him into his busy schedule. That's very doubtful. I don't know if Nicodemus goes to see Jesus at night because he was afraid to be seen with him in broad daylight. That's highly probable. But what I do know is this guy had questions, questions that would not let him rest. There's another thing I know about this dude, Nicodemus, is that no one referred to him as dude. Unlike that radically unconventional guy we talked about last week, John the Baptist, Nicodemus was buttoned down, formal, polished, intellectual. And he had that professorial, academic, I'm so much smarter than you look. And the thing is, he probably was. He also possessed a pretty impressive pedigree. His grandfather was a Jewish ambassador to the Roman Emperor Pompey. His dad was a decorated and celebrated war general. His name, Nicodemus, even means victory for the people. So greatness was expected of this guy since birth. How many of you have a nickname? You know, some nicknames are flattering, others not so much. I've had a few of each throughout my life. But for the most part, people just call me bro. That I mean, that is my last name, but it's kind of stuck as, as a nickname. My daughter Jody to friends is Joe. My son Derek is D. Maybe you're a William, but people call you Bill or maybe a Samantha, but everybody calls you Sam. So I thought that it might just be easier to refer as Nicodemus as Nick for short. Then I got thinking, he wasn't a Nick for short kind of guy. So we're just going to stick with calling him Nicodemus. And I would guess that it was his heritage, his background, his success, his wealth, his intellectual prowess that made him so easily accepted and to this exclusive religious country club for the spiritually elite known as the Pharisees. Have you heard of these guys? There were some 6,000 of these elitists in Jesus' day. They were supposed to be strict observers of the law of God as well as their own man-made bylaws, which, as you might guess, superseded God's most of the time. They had taken the original Ten Commandments and added over 600 of their own. And most of these guys became masters of twisting God's word to justify their own lifestyle, while at the same time 
piling guilt on the common people for religiously underachieving. They were judgmental, they were power-hungry, they were intimidating, and tragically, as a result, the common people began to see God in the same light. Enter Jesus. You know, I've said it a bunch on this podcast, but Jesus came not only to lay down his life for our sins, that is huge, but he also came to show us what God is really like. And as Jesus moved among the people, all people, as he reached out and touched and loved and healed the outcast, the broken, the diseased, the forgotten of society, the ones who were labeled by the Pharisees as notorious sinners, Jesus started to blow away their misperceptions of God. You see, no matter what kind of label people may have placed on you, Jesus only puts one label on all of us, priceless. Now, not only was Nicodemus a member of the Pharisees, but he was also a part of the inner circle known as the Sanhedrin. These were 70 of the sharpest Jewish intellectuals who were chosen to rule spiritually and even somewhat politically over the entire Jewish nation. They were the most powerful and influential leaders of the day. So when Nicodemus comes to Jesus at night, he comes as a significant leader, an intellectual Old Testament scholar, but most of all, he comes as a man whose restless mind would not let him go to sleep. And we're going to take the next few days and unpack this encounter. You can read all about it in John chapter 3 in the New Testament section of the Bible. But this is how the story begins. There is a man named Nicodemus, a Jewish religious leader who was a Pharisee. After dark one evening, he came to speak with Jesus. Rabbi, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you. Now, a couple of things jumped out at me when I read those two verses. First of all, I think it's kind of cool that Nicodemus refers to Jesus as rabbi. You see, Jesus really didn't have all the credentials necessary uh, in his day to be officially honored with such a distinguished title by the Pharisees. He had no formal seminary training, wasn't a long-term disciple of another rabbi, had no internship, no degree, no master of divinity, no THD, no PhD, just a simple carpenter from Nazareth who just happened, as we saw last week, to teach with real authority, like nobody had ever heard before. So Nicodemus addresses him with this title of respect. And then notice how he says, We all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you. I was taken back by not only Nicodemus' admission that the miracles Jesus was doing proved that he was from God, but he also uses the word we, which makes it seem like he wasn't the only one not sleeping well. Others in his group had questions. Others were curious. Others were intrigued. Others began to wonder, what if? What if this guy really is from God? Maybe John the Baptist was right when he said, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. So Nicodemus, in using the plural here, is saying, uh, some of the guys were wondering, but he was in fact the only one who actually had the courage to step up and meet Jesus one-on-one. And you know, I think Jesus respected that about Nicodemus. Because gang, God has always honored, even embraced skeptics, seekers, doubters. He's always open to honest dialogue. And you need to know that, that if that's where you are, God wants to hear your questions. He invites you to dig and research and probe and experience because anyone who humbly cracks the door to the possibility that he is real, he'll show up and help you find your answers. Because God loves honesty. God loves skeptics. God loves doubters. He loves you. He even says, if you seek me with all your heart, 
you'll find me. So let's just stop there in the story for today, but don't stop seeking after God. Ask honest questions, study, pray, and take a step of courage and do what Nicodemus does and just get one-on-one with Jesus. See you back tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in today. For more biblical teaching and worship, join us for our Church Online live weekend services on Saturdays at 6 p.m. and Sundays at 9.30 and 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Also, if this podcast was helpful to you, would you be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast to help get the word out? For more information about all digital ministries of Lake Point, visit lakepoint.church slash daily drive. Thank you.